I had a hobby too. Mine happened to be guns and ballistics. And I studied guns and ballistics as much as I could, and I wrote an article about high velocity. So out of all my years working at Weatherby, the last five have been some of the most exciting. Working with Adam, with him running the company. And to think that I get the opportunity of carrying on my grandfather's legacy 75 years later here in Sheridan, Wyoming, I mean, it really is a dream come true. On our mark, the Weatherby Podcast. All right, on our mark, the Weatherby Podcast. Uh, we've got two special guests, first-time appearances to the Weatherby Podcast. Uh, we've got Zach Hine, who's a new addition to the Weatherby team, our new marketing director. Yeah. Welcome, Zach. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Uh, I think people can expect to hear a lot more from you in t- time. Yeah. Yep, I got to kind of get my feet underneath me, but uh, but yeah. Off to a quick start. Uh, not even a full weekend. No, one right week anniversary one week. today. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Next to Zach, we've got Glenn Pauley from Wyoming Game and Fish. You're the outreach specialist, which means you're like, you just make stuff happen. Right? Well, yeah, I, I, com- <laughs> I communicate with the public. So uh, if they have questions or the Game and Fish has a big initiative, um, I help, help get the word out. Our main focus today, I'm sure we're going to have some detours, is the Wyoming Super Tag Raffle. Yeah. Give me, give me the elevator. Well, let's start with like the elevator speech on what that even is. Okay. Um, it was established in 2014 by the Wyoming Game and Fish Department, and it was to give additional hunting opportunities to Wyoming hunters, and it was uh, to generate new revenue for the department. And what it is, it is a raffle. It's for all our major big game species and our trophy game species. And if a hunter wins a super tag ticket, if you're the winner, you get to hunt any open area in the state for that species. You don't have to pick one, any area that's available. Wait a second, any any species, any unit? Well, you, you pick your species, okay. there's 10 available. Once you draw that, you can hunt any unit in the state. And so you can go for multiple units. You don't have to pick it a, a ahead of time. Sheep? We're, moose we do have some restrictions on sheep and moose they're involved with it if okay. it's a sheep license there has to be eight or fewer licenses or in uh, that unit yes okay more than eight licenses i'm sorry and it's the same um, for moose and for buffalo there has to be more than 10 licenses available but without with uh, those restrictions for everything out for the elk for the deer for the mountain goat you can hunt any unit in wyoming and so you don't have to pick so you can you can pick, you can start with archery in one unit from the beginning of the season and hunt unit to unit to unit until you harvest until the end, as long as it's open. And the other advantages of that, besides that, is that when you draw, if you are in the preference point pool, you do not use your preference points. And also you are not, uh, the restrictions as far as the once in lifetime restrictions for mountain goat or the five year restrictions before reapplying for a moose or sheep, those don't apply to you. And so you basically get a free license to hunt those animals. And besides that, um, we do have all our major big game species. We do have a trophy game species, but our extra special package is the trifecta. And then you get to choose any three from all the species offered. So in one year, if you wanted to, you could hunt a sheep, 
a moose, and a mountain goat, or whatever you decided yep. to pick among those species. Uh, that sounds good. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you get the opportunity. Uh, I kind of want to stop the podcast and not publish this, because if we tell too many people about this, I feel like my chances are going to go down. Well, especially for a guy like me who just moved here, and my, my you know, I've missed windows, and, you know, this is... Uh, I can buy I can buy raffle tickets a, right well, now. Well, yes, kind of a big deal. Yeah, there's two things <laughs> I want to say to you. First, um, you know, I can't say to a lot of people that a raffle ticket's a good investment, but I think this is a good investment. First, you get a chance to get the super tag. We're going to talk about what you can get later on in May <laughs> if you buy a super tag. So it's not just a super tag anymore. There's stuff in addition to it to a super tag. So if you don't win. Your money goes to a good cause. Uh, money from the super tag goes to our general fund. It supports all our major programs. If it's hunter access, if it's hunter recruitment, if it's CWD monitoring, that's where your money's going. It's raising. It stays in game and fish. It stays not, in game and fish. It's not going to just the state of Wyoming. Stays in game and fish. Awesome. It, it goes right to to wildlife. Um, last year, the super tag raised about one point three million dollars. Actually, a little more. Um, since it began at $6.2 million. How much is one entry? It's it's $10 for the super tag. I know everybody can afford $10. Um, you can buy as many tickets as you want. The trifecta is $30. And you can purchase those. So you're those. telling me there's a chance. There's a chance, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, wow. Okay, so that's a lot. That's a lot of people are putting in. They, they do put in. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have a real habit. Um, a lot of people hear about the raffle and they want to go and support the cause or one of the promotions we're running. We get a lot of hunters as they're going through a license uh, process. They put one or two in their cart mm -hmm. when they're applying for licenses. And what's amazing, you know, you are definitely increasing your odds by the more uh, super tags you purchase. But I am stunned at the number of people that buy one or two tickets and win. And, you know, I get no to kidding. call. Yeah, I, I get to call these guys. You know, they usually don't believe me uh, when I get them on the phone that they won. Um, but, you know, it only takes one. <laughs> With one to $10 ticket. Yeah, right? it, only, Ooh, it, it, it only takes one. And, and, and that's the truth. It makes me feel bad because I've been buying uh, Wyoming license. I've, I've been out here to Sage Grouse a few times. And that's always been an option. And I haven't done it. And super I feel, tag? Yeah, I feel stupid. Yeah, well, like I said, who can't afford ten dollars? Um, and and we got something really going, uh, exciting going on for May, which I'm real anxious to talk to people about as well. So you it, break it, the news. So we're we're what is today? April twenty eighth. But we're not going to release this till for a few days. Sure. Uh, so that for the month of May, yep. if they buy a super tag uh, or a chance to win a super tag, a yep. raffle ticket, what yep. do you what happens? Well, um, with the super tag. Um, we have been partnering with people in the outdoor industry that has an interest in conservation. Um, we really consider the super tag the ultimate hunting adventure. It's a once-in-a-lifetime licenses, and, and a lot of companies have wanted to support that. So I called Luke up a while back. Uh, the, the Weatherby has been involved with the super tag nearly since its founding. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, you know, month of May is special. Um, it's our application for deer, elk. Um, the resident one. elk in the antelope. So people are on our website, and I said, well, why don't we give something special to support the super tag, to support conservation? Yeah. And Luke, I said, what would be a good rifle? I mean, everybody wants to win a rifle. I told him about the super tag. I told him about the species. You know, wh what do you think would be a good match? And what he said is your Mark V backcountry titanium. Yeah. 
and let's and, go big or go home. Yeah, and so that <laughs> was exciting. So, you know, I'd encourage everybody to put in to win the license, um, yep. to, to contribute to conservation. But if you put it in May, this is just May. If you buy a super tag ticket, your name is going to go into the, the raffle. We're going to look at all the people that purchased super tag tickets in May and draw for that. And and I really want to give people the opportunity what that means. People might not be familiar with uh, the Mark Five backcountry. I took mm -hmm. the tour of the factory today. I got the whole one into my hands. I get to uh, see it produced, but I, I want you to tell people what that rifle is like and the, and the special features for it. And, and in addition to that, um, we don't have one step rifle. My understanding, Luke, is that that individual is going mm -hmm. to be able to pick as far as um, you know, right or left hand and the calibers that it's available with. And my understanding, there's a number of configurations for that rifle. So I'd like to let everybody know about what, what they might get if they win that. Zach, are you ready to tell everybody about that rifle? <laughs> I got the basics. <laughs> I'll spare you for now. You get another week. Um, yeah, so really, I, I, we've, got, we've done some podcasts specifically on that rifle, but in a nutshell, we purpose-built that rifle at the same time as we built the cartridge, the 6.5 Weatherby RPM. Um, it, it's available in our Magnum 9-lug and also our standard action 6-lug, but the, the RPM was purpose-built for the 6-lug action. Uh, I consider that 6.5 RPM Backcountry TI the ultimate sheep gun. So if you, get, if you win a super tag uh, and you pick a sheep, does anybody not pick a sheep? Um, well, you apply for sheep, and of course, all those people. But for the the trifecta, we we've always had a sheep hunter. They always shoot a sheep. Um, then after that, it varies. It, it's usually they go for the hardest licenses, which I'd probably do. Yeah, sheep, so it, sheep, moose, and mountain goat for sure. Um, but we do have a few people that go for elk, and, and actually, um, you know, based on a lot of the sheep units that are open, it's real compatible. You know, the Absaroka Mountain. It's those are our trophy elk units. So those two hunts, like are, they are, work good together. Yeah, those two yeah. hunts work good together. And you know, a lot of the moose, um, the applicants, we we really shot some big moose last year. But those come out of the snowy range. So you can choose what you want. Um, I would say, eighty percent of them have been sheep, moose, and mountain goat. But a few guys have shot elk, and they've always shot a big elk. Um, and we have one guy shoot a deer. <laughs> uh, he added that in there, and so it's awesome. Um, yeah. So back to the rifle. Sorry, I got. I, I, I'm still so. <laughs> yeah, uh, sheep I'm on the mind. I'm it? so yeah. intrigued. I'm so intrigued by the the opportunity. Not just when, like you know, just one would be awesome. But the trifecta. That's um. That's be bringing his lunch for the next few well, months. Does he? That's squirrels most, away money. Yeah, that's our most popular. Yeah. It's thirty dollars. You know, we we sometimes refer to it as a divorce package because. I hope you're prepared to hunt those three species. And you have a lot of vacation time built up, like carry up or build up that PTO balance yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, you know, most people are lucky to get one of those licenses a year. We get three in one year. <laughs> um, it can be an embarrassment of riches, but those hunters do, <laughs> they do really well. I mean, they, they tell me at the end, they're usually a little blurry eyed and, and worn out, but, but they usually just really get some incredible animals. Well, it's, um, that's just an experience of a lifetime. I mean, that is, that's wild. Yeah. That's an opportunity you'd never have. Yeah. So the rifle in the month of May that you can win is our Backcountry TI. We, we, we built it at the same time we built the, the 6.5 Weatherby RPM, which before this rifle came out, which was uh, fall of 19, um, 
Weatherby wasn't necessarily known for being the lightest. We were known for being the fastest. Uh, and a lot of time, to build a rifle sturdy enough to hold up to the fastest means it's heavy. Um, not ideal to lug a 12-pound rifle up on a sheep hunt or mountain goat hunt. And Adam's, Adam Weatherby, he's not here. He's out bear hunting. Shout out. Um, <laughs> he's really passionate about backcountry hunting. And he wanted to combine speed and what Weatherby's known for with a really, really good backcountry rifle. So out of that came essentially the backcountry TI. So titanium receiver, carbon fiber stock, super lightweight. Um, uh, the stock has our patented 3D hex recoil pad. So it's a 3D printed recoil pad. And so the first thing people say when they hear that in the six lug variety, it's 4.9 pounds. And in the nine lug, it's 5.9 pounds. When you, you, you can be scoped under seven pounds um, with basically magnum performance. People think, oh my gosh, my shoulder. Um, that recoil pad really, really, really just, it changes the recoil signature. You know, you're, you're used to that just sharp hit when you fire, pull a trigger. It, it essentially absorbs the recoil a little slower. So it changes it from a sharp hit to a more of a, a prolonged push. Um, of course it's still, you can feel it. It's not mm -hmm. like it's, oh, it's pillows. It's sure. still, you're still shooting a gun, sure. but it, it, everybody that's ever shot it, they kind of make this face like, that was so much better than I expected. Um, and I, I love it. We've, I personally know quite a few people that have taken animals at, at really long distances and, and had the incredible confidence to do so. It's backed by our one-inch guarantee. Um, yeah, it's got a trigger tech trigger. So out of the gate, you need to add a scope. You need to pick your cartridge, and you can go shoot your sheep. So <laughs> I, this is my first introduction to it today. And so I picked one up mm -hmm. at the showroom and it, it was just a well-balanced, well feel it. Yeah. It felt great in, in my hands. I mean, it, it was just a really great gun. What, what, what type of, as far as calibers or what type of configurations I'll can the winner expect when they win? Because I, I know there's going to be some choices for that. I may accidentally leave one out because I don't okay. have the list in front of me here. <laughs> it's long, so huh? uh, check me on this internet. Uh, but uh, in the six lug action, so this would be about 4.9 pound, you got 6.5 Creedmoor, our 6.5 RPM, 280 Ackley improved. Um, oh man, I'm, lo I'm leaving one out on there, but I can't remember what it is. I don't know is. why you're looking at me. 308 <laughs> is on there as well. Uh, on the Magnum nine lug variety, it's kind of your, your quintessential Weatherby calibers 257 Weatherby, 6.5 300, 300 Weatherby. Uh, I think we got 300 win in there as well, uh, a couple others. But, um, yeah, as long as you can find ammo, um, you've got a new rifle to go shoot. And, and, <laughs> and what, what about the stock pat patterns and, and the metal finish on that? Um, well, I, I told you, Glenn, we can, um, we can do a custom floor plate if the winner chooses. Mm -hmm. If they want the standard one, that, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, we can put the Super Tag logo on the bottom of the floor plate for the winner. Um, the the finish is it's carbon fiber stock with basically a, a sponge pattern. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, mm -hmm. check it, it out at weatherby.com and um, you, you're going to have some pictures of it on. Yeah, on yeah. You you can come to our website. You can only purchase SuperTag tickets on our website. You can't go to your local retailer and do that. And if you go to the SuperTag page, um, we're going to have that gun advertised. And, and right when you're there, you can go into our, our licensing si uh, system and buy your SuperTag tickets as well. But all this information about what's being offered um, is 
is, is great and, and you can see it. Do, do you have to purchase a license or can you just no, go in and? No, you do not. You can just put by, that's a really good question. You can just buy a super tag ticket. Now, now one of the things when you do buy a super tag ticket, if you do win, you actually have to purchase a license, but, but you know, you're, you're the winner of that raffle, but you do, all you have to do as far as your uh, upfront is your $10 vestment. So, you know, the, the sh if you go for a single species, the sheep, the elk, the moose, the mountain goat, the mule deer, those are all the $10 and the trifecta is $30. Goodness. How long do you run this? So every we, year, when does it start? Yeah, we, we usually start um, selling them in, in mid-July mm -hmm. is when we sell them and, and, and we will sell some tickets in the fall. Um, we really promote our marketing starting in the beginning of the year. And the last day to purchase Super Tag tickets this year will be on July 1st. That's and the last, that's the last tag deadline yeah. day, basically. Yeah, and we get, we get it, you know, like I said, a lot of people, you know, I can't help, well, actually, I don't play, but when I apply in other <laughs> states, <laughs> a lot of people throw them in their cart when they go through applying for licenses. Sure. Um, you know, people should know that, that if you do want to hunt in Wyoming this, this year um, for deer or antelope, if you're a non-resident or a resident, you have till the end of May to apply. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is our resident elk period to do that. But, um, you know, we usually make those announcements about people that are successful in that draw um, towards, um, you know, third week in June around then. Um, around when the, yeah, the and, elk and results come yeah, out. Yeah. And so we, we often have a big surge of, of people, you know, they don't get the license they want and they're desperate. <laughs> and so we have a big surge of sales, uh, not only is the super tag winding down to the deadline, but people really want to get a license. So if, if you don't, aren't lucky enough to, to go through the regular um, draw and get your license, that super tag option is always available. So question, and if you can't answer this, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Um, tag applications in general for 2021, how do they compare to last year? Th to what I've heard, they're up. You know, I, I think um, we are like the rest of the outdoor industry. Uh, I think with COVID and people- being, Everything's up. Yes, everybody is, is heading to the field. I, I mean, I know last year, um, you know, our wardens and, and other people in the back country, they had just never see so many people utilizing I, I the agree outdoors. With that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I and I hope I think it's something it's saying that, and then I think that what also happened, what was really shocking last year, um, all our demand for all our licenses was up, but one of the greatest demands actually was for our, you know, cow licenses and our doe licenses. And I think a few people got a little scared when COVID hit mm -hmm. and the shortage was there. Oh, the, and they the, looked, meat, the meat shortage, yeah, all the yeah, things just yeah. was a, it was a perfect storm. Yeah. So I, I think they looked in their freezer and people got all awful hmm. serious about that. And so um, the, this, the, all our license sales were up, um, but particularly for the, those species. And so, um, you know, it's been the same way this year um, that we're, we're having a lot of demand and people want to take advantage of the great outdoors. Yeah, I think that um, it's double-edged sword, right? I think uh, as an industry and personally, I, I want as many people as possible to participate. Uh, and I think everybody feels the same way, but then we go out in the field and we see more orange hats running around and deep down, everybody's like, oh, this is my spot, <laughs> but it's our spot, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, we've got so much public land in Wyoming. We're so blessed to have like a ton of public. Land. I grew up in Texas. Yeah. There's a little bit of public land. There's not much you can hunt on. Well, I mean, we have here, a lot, it's yeah. amazing. We have a lot of opportunities as far as the public land. 
And, and in general, you know, the Wyoming Game and Fish Department is fairly conservative in our allocation of licenses. Um, you know, we always very carefully manage the resource and we want people to have a quality experience when they're in, in the field. Mm -hmm. And so we, t you know, take those into account. Um, but definitely in all the, the public land, you're sharing that resources and you will run into to other people. But what a blessing. You, you know, I, I'm a little bit like you. I, I don't like to tell people this. I was uh, born in Wyoming, but actually grew up in central Florida. And you know in Wyoming, well, probably a lot of people know this, that, you know, we're very territorial here <laughs> about where we are. I'm, I'm that way now. For, I'm like, for, yeah. Wyoming's <laughs> terrible. Don't come here. Yeah. Like, it's awful. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm just reminded when I go to other states and, and, and um, look at the opportunity that we have here, um, you know, most of us um, have the opportunity to, to not only get out in the field, but to hunt multiple species. And, um, you know, it, it should be a good year. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about the multiple species thing a little bit. Uh, what can't we hunt in, in Wyoming? Well, um, pretty much everything. I mean, we don't have <laughs> caribou. Uh, we're not able to hunt grizzly bears yet, but, you know, um, I think we're really well known for our elk and our mule deer. Um, we have a lot of sheep licenses. 25% uh, of our sheep licenses do go to, to non-residents, which is a, a fairly high allocation compared to other, mm -hmm. other states. And so it's really good. And, you know, there's even some hidden gems here is that, you know, I think a lot of people aren't familiar with the, the white-tailed deer hunting in Wyoming. Uh, the mule deer get a lot of attention, which For you sure. probably, um, For sure. being in Sheridan, um, you've seen some of those deer here. And our, our Black Hills are really noted for that. Um, you know, um, we are a turkey hunting state as far as the Black Hills and, um, you know, upland opportunities. So um, between our, our public land resources and the diversity of game, um, you know, as a sportsman, I'm, I'm very happy to be here in Wyoming. There's no doubt about that. Um, do you have any stories that come to mind from previous Super Tag winners? Well, y um, th there's a few things. You know, I, my background is biological. Um, and so I'm supposed to be a scientist, and I don't believe, you know, I'm not supposed to believe in luck. But, you know, watching <laughs> the Super Tag winners, there's some lucky guys out there. Yeah. And, and one guy, um, he uh, drew the Mountain Goat Super Tag in Wyoming. The previous year, he won the California Bighorn. I forgot where that was in Nevada. And then we had one guy one year, he drew a sheep license through the preference point system. You know, he had enough points, he knew. But then he drove the trifecta. So he shot two sheep. No, uh, yeah, he didn't. In, in one year. That guy's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so um, we just have a lot of great stories. We had our first um, um, youth uh, draw a license last year. Um, he drew an elk license and, and went up and shot a really nice bull. And so, you know, most everybody ha has a really good time. And, and most people really treat those licenses, I think, with the respect they d have and put their time into it. And my advice to the winners is just enjoy yourself. You know, a lot of times you probably experience having a life, uh, license like that. There's a lot of pressure and you want to do well, but, but you can take your time. I have not experienced having any kind <laughs> of license like <laughs> well, that, for the to, record. I'm sorry to assume that. <laughs> But, but anyway, <laughs> you know, you can hunt a lot of neat areas. So if you drew the elk license, you know, you can start out in, you know, the Red Desert. How, how much time do the winners have to select where? They don't have to select where. 
You can have any open area in the state. Oh, you don't have to just pick a unit. No, that's the thing. See, <laughs> oh, I I totally missed that. Yeah, and so I was going to say, you know, if you uh. if you've always wanted to hunt the red desert, and it also allows people to hunt to to their type of hunt. You know, the red desert is an area that ha has a lot of bulls, a lot of nice six point bulls. Um, you know, that is an, an area that it's it, it's almost similar to an antelope hunt. You know, if you want to do something like that. If you want to do something more in the backcountry, you can do that. And if you want to do all of it, you can do that. If you want to do archery, you can do it. So, you know, for elk, y y you know, you could start in September 1st for archery. Right. And be hunting through the whole rest of the year and doing that. And occasionally, not we don't have too many, but we even have a few bull seasons at times in special areas that, that go into January. So it's just a lot of hunting, and you can tailor your that hunt to your, your opportunities. And I, one of my jobs, uh, the most more, uh, enjoyable part of my job is calling the winner. But when you do win, um, we really want you to have a, a quality experience. So I will download all the information I have about hunting in Wyoming. I want you to get a ni nice antelope. But you'll also have access to the resources of the Wyoming Game and Fish Department is that you know, I will put you in touch with a local biologist. I'll put you in touch with the local wardens. They all want you to be excess, successful in your hunt and to, to get a nice animal. So we, we definitely try to take care of those people when they win. <laughs> I, I just must have, uh, well, I'm not that smart for one, but I must have missed that you can just don't have to select a unit. You just, so you could literally just take laps around the state. Exactly. And see public land. Yeah. You see, you see uh, the species on any public land in or or private if you yeah, have permission yeah, yeah. but like if you didn't have permission you could just that elk looks good i'm gonna get that one yeah and, and it, it provides a um like i said you can tailor the hunt or, or just see habitats that you've never seen a lot of people haven't hunted elk in a desert environment you, you know lowlands not um, big hills or if you really want to do a backcountry experience you can do that or do both and then also um you know a lot of these hunts you can do yourself but, you know, if you are interested in going outfitted, you know, most outfitters are drooling to take a super tag winner because they don't have those restrictions. They can <laughs> and go they, anywhere. They, they don't yeah. need to worry if the, that sheep crosses, you, you know, from unit three to unit two. They can go after it or back and forth. And so there, there's a lot of options um, to do that. So um, they, they really do well. Um, you could be really choosy on your animal if you really wanted to, too. Yeah. If, uh, I think – the biggest problem is just time. Yeah. It's just time. You're, you're, the time you're basically going to gonna be hunting a lot. Yeah. Terrible first world problems. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so rough. <laughs> well, I, I, I tell everybody just enjoy themselves and, and, and have fun. But, you know, um, when they harvest a nice animal, it's good for everybody <laughs> as far as, uh, um, you know, if it's outfitter, it's good for the outfitter. And uh, we, we definitely, there's been a lot of stories about super tag winners and magazines and things like that. And it's almost become kind of a hobby in, in Wyoming to, to follow those people. And people are interested at the end of the year, the, the type of animals they bring in. I know I'm going to pay a whole lot more attention to it now. Like, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, well, I, I remember I've read about it multiple times in the emails. You, you guys send out an email blast every every once in a while. Yeah, we, we this is the time of year we, we get real active because people are on our website applying for licenses, and, and it's a great opportunity. And, and you know, like this month, um, you can, of course, get the license. You can get the Mark V. And we also have another gear package. If you buy five or more Super Tag tickets or two more trifectives, we have $17,000 of gear. So if you buy one, 
you know, if you buy more than five super tag, more than two trifectas, yours in for all of those. And you know what I always say to people, it's it's not a bad, it, it's a great cause. I, I mean, there we. The demands for us as a game and fish are, are always increasing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're always dealing with new habitat issues or disease issues, and we're, we're wanting to provide more access and those types of things. And all this money goes back into it. So, you know, I hope I get to give you a call and tell you that you won. But if you didn't won, um, you get the satisfaction that you gave to a good cause. So when I win, did we sign anything about, like, conflict of interest? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> For the record, if if so, I got to step out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are eligible if your if your conscience can take it, Luke. I oh, I would struggle uh, with that a little. I kind of th you you implied you already had a muck. Win uh, the gun, uh, not uh, the tag, uh, right? Oh, I would definitely not. I'm talking about the tag. Oh, okay. I, I I would not. I would not win the gun. Uh, I, yeah. I'm for sure. Uh, but the tag. Yeah, I think uh, I'm okay for that. I hope you win. <laughs> I have no control over that, but I hope you win. I used to say that I don't ever win anything, but I, I have won a hunt at a raffle before. Did you really? I won at uh, Wild Sheep Show. I won the uh, Less Than One Club. I've never shot a sheep. I want to. But I, uh, well, Less Than One I, uh, which is the international, I won a mid-Asian Ibex hunt. It, that's uh, to come? It is. COVID has made planning uh, the hunt very challenging. So uh, where are you going to be going exactly? Tajikistan. All right. With, with the, the Mark V backcountry? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. That, that Got to put it through adventures. its paces. Yeah. yeah. So uh, very fortunate. That was a raffle ticket uh -huh. um, where you can only buy one. Yeah, but, he, was just, he was just complaining about not being lucky. No. Isn't yeah. that what no. he just said? I, well, that was prefaced I was with lucky he once. used to say that. You I lost a lot, of, cre a lot I, of credibility right there. Yeah. I think he just used up all his luck, though. So Did he's he? probably not lucky anymore. Nope. Mm. I've still got some. Okay. I hope. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I, I think it's a super cool thing that you guys do. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't I don't know what every state does, but if any other state is listening, y'all should be doing this too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But buy your Wyoming Super Tag ticket first. Now, For there, sure. There's a lot of there's a lot of states that do it, and, and it's a lot of fun. And, and, and the conservation dollars are going to be substantial. Um, so awesome. I think it's a win for everybody, and and it's really been great, you know, partnering with with people like Weatherby, and providing that one more opportunity for people, and and um, that additional incentive um, has helped us with sales in the past, and so it, it's a great it's a great deal. Well, we're happy to support it. I I like to say if we can't win in our own backyard, which is now Wyoming, mm -hmm. um, we can't win anywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, I I love supporting stuff like this, and I think it's a lot it falls completely in line with our our mission to inspire the uh, dreams of hunters and shooters and that's all, that's all we've been talking about basically yeah so uh, i had the opportunity today to go to the weatherby showroom and, and i think most people now know that's in sheridan wyoming it's in sheridan but, but, but and, we're, and we're open nine to four that's what Monday, i was going to ask that's Friday. available to everything and, and and i know i i get to put my hands on all the weather read products and and ask questions and and see those types of things so pe people not not everybody might know that if they're coming to yellowstone or going through this country you can drop we, in we definitely why. see a big spike in the more tourist season um mm -hmm. and and just to be clear if you're listening i mean we we've got inventory challenges just like your dealer if you've been trying to find a gun just because you come here we we may not have it in stock we're 
our goal is to ship as many firearms as possible out the door so we don't just sit on inventory right now we got a lot of back orders we're loading and shipping more than we ever have by a long shot it's just not enough to keep up with demand but we've recently had a few people come into the showroom like what do you mean you don't have it like well we 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 don't we don't have it. <laughs> well, it, it was a neat experience for me just to see all those rifles. I mean, it was neat experience to see the history of Weatherby, um, and so for your history buff or gun buff, it was to see. But it was also just neat to to put my hands on all those guns, and, and there's a lot of them. I, I mean, as far as configurations and 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 whatnot, and so. I, it was an enjoyable experience. Yeah, in the showroom, we've got a uh, display model of pretty much one of everything that we make. So if, if you're wondering what X-Gun feels like, come check it out for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a number of really cool reasons to come to Sheridan. We're one of them, but this summer, I mean, there's so much stuff going on. The Wild Rodeo, I mean, that's, that's a big-time draw. We get a ton of people that week. It's like the third week in July, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's a big deal. We're on the way to, we're almost exactly halfway between Mount Rushmore and Yellowstone. So And a ton of history in this area. If you like yeah, Western history, no you know, the, the American West, the Indian Wars, um, those types of things. It's, it's, and it's a real neat community. I got a question for you, Glenn. Mm -hmm. This is a selfish question. If, uh, if you won, are you eligible to win the Super J? I do not play. I, I, I just don't think that would look you very good. You would get your okay. money to conservation? That probably What's wouldn't that? look good. It, it would. I don't think it would look good. Uh, but let's say you did win, mm -hmm. and you were going to be hunting elk. Where, where would you go hunt elk? Well, y y you know, um, I would probably go to the Aprosorica Range in the northwestern part of the state. And, it, you know, it depends on the hunt. But what I really encourage, particularly for non-residents, um, you know, we have some true wilderness areas up there. And if you haven't experienced a horseback backcountry uh, hunt, you should do that. So mm -hmm. not only is there some big, uh, the biggest elk in Wyoming, a lot of the biggest elk come out of that area, that is ex experience is worth it yourself. So um, that's what I would encourage people to do. I mean, th there's – if people um, – aren't do-it-yourselfers or, you know, that is big country or aren't interested in outfitter, that might not be the package for you because that's big country and, and, you know, grizzly bear country. Um, so, um, you know, people can go to the Red Desert, um, um, you know, areas like the Ferris Mountains, mm -hmm. areas 22 and 111 and seven's always popular. And so there's a lot of good elk hunters. But, you know, if it, if it was, I, I, even me being a resident, I think that's where I go because um, I, I definitely want to uh, shot a nice animal, but you you just can't beat that experience to me. Is going to the back country in Wyoming um, so to do that in in that unit northwest? What are the what's the typical draw odds? Well, for a non-resident, how about because you know, it's diff it's a little different for residents. We don't get points as residents. Most of those, uh, most of those, you need max points to draw. Um, put it that way, and it's not 100%. And I believe we're up to 15 points now. So people are waiting a long time. 15 years. Yeah. A, a, to a, have a, a reasonable shot. Yeah, <laughs> a, a getting those. And, and, and you know, I, like I said, if, if you are in the preference point game now, and, and you've been planning to do that, mm -hmm. and we always encourage people to plan ahead. You know, people 
um, I work sportsman shows and things like that, and people ask me, I want to hunt in Wyoming. And the first question I ask, say, you know, do you have preference points? So it's very important for, for people to plan ahead. But if you're in that game already, you know, I want to reiterate, you keep all your preference points. So if you uh, are close cool. to drawing a li license now, you know, you could be hunting elk this year and back in two years or whatever it might be, hunting those same, same areas to do that. What, same question for, for antelope. Um, you, you know, a lot of um, antelope, uh, most of our red desert units to me are, are fairly good. Um, like all animals, a lot of those are effectively swarmed growth by um, weather and habitat conditions. Mm -hmm. and, and we are actually pulling back our um, antelope licenses this year. I was going to ask we, because we've we had a serious storm come yeah, through. Yeah, we, we had a serious storm just a few um, um, weeks ago. We had three feet of s snow. Um, we did have some drought conditions last year, and um, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And we are always carefully monitoring those herds. So we, we are cutting back the antelope in those areas. And so, you know, people ask me about the best unit for antelope, but, but you know, all, most of those in the 60s, you know, 57s have, have always been popular. Um, you know, you can't go wrong. And, and again, with the super tag, at least you don't have to hunt choose you can hunt on all <laughs> if you want to but but you you should look at the the weather conditions because um that that is going to make a difference and, and if it is a drought year and, and we've had some herd struggling that that's definitely going to affect one growth i have another question this is a very selfish question what would it take to get the state of wyoming to make a single unit across all the same species all the species so right now antelope 10 and 15 is mule deer 23 and 26 oh. is elk 109 is bear 8 is uh prairie dog 12 uh eagle 7 I'm just kidding about the eagle part and the prairie dog part but they're all different it's like coming here is so confusing it, it is confusing um and it takes um a while to understand <laughs> our regulations <laughs> and, and we are always available at the game and fish to ask questions and, and we want you to draw a license um, the reason for that is, is that we just take our management of wildlife very seriously. And so those are based on herd units. Yep. Uh, and, the, and the way we do that, and we manage each of those herd units separate, you know, for, for species like antelope, we are looking at crowding issues mm -hmm. and the amount of public land and, and private land. And so, y you know, we could do that, but then our management would suffer, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. because those species, they're... they're um, you know, their, their habitats and their ranges are not the same. And so, um, you know, that's a trade-off in the state is that I know um, it's an interest for us that, that we would always like to make things as simply as, as possible. But um, sometimes when you make those sim simplifications, you're, you're reducing your ability to manage herds. Um, and and we, we try to do the best for that. Darn it, that was a good answer. <laughs> 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 well, I, 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 we are, you know, we like su suggestions, and, uh, you know, we're always, there's some things that we can do better, and it's a trade-off, but, um, y you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And, and even in these units, that, you know, half public land, half private land, mm -hmm. you know, getting ad adequate harvest and trying to distri uh, distribute that, and occasionally with some of our herds, we have damage issues, and we're working with landowners on that, and so... There's just a lot of complexity that goes in 
to um, doing that. And, you know, we just got done through the, this process, but we do, you know, from each of our regions, we do provide that opportunity for, for people to ask questions and make suggestions and for us to let them know what, what's coming up about the next hunting season. So who do they, who do they call if, if there are questions? Um, what's the best, ba what's the, I can't talk, what's the best way to go about you know, just call our main number. We have a help desk, and, and, and those guys work all day long answering questions, and they'll be able to, to answer that. And so um, that's a great resource as far as just applying for licenses, um, if you have questions about our license application system. But, you know, part of the job of our wardens and um, biologists is to, to answer questions to the public. So if you are planning um, a hunt and, and you have a, an area that you're considering, you know, all those numbers are on our website. Don't be scared to call them up. And, and you know, they're, they're happy to tell you about local conditions and give you local pointers. And, and they're interested in having harvest. And the Wyoming Game and Fish Department, we, we do not get general funds from the state of Wyoming. You know, we are funded by licenses mm -hmm. and, um, you know, um, federal taxes on, on hunting and fishing equipment. And so, you know, w w these are our customers who we serve and we want them to be successful. You got to back it up. What was the last thing you said? What's that? You're funded by license, license sales. Dollars. And what's the other thing? Taxes. Off uh, of? Uh, hunting and fishing equipment on, on guns and ammunition. Um, and, and also. I need more dings. You know, the federal excise tax. Yep. Um, that is something that I think, whether it be the entire firearms industry, has probably done a poor job. Really, the whole United States has probably done a poor job of understanding, communicating, and talking about what that is. So if you don't know, at that first major sale uh, from any manufacturer of ammo, firearms, and archery equipment, um, not accessories, but bows, we pay a federal excise tax on the first major transfer. So if it ships to a distributor, we pay 10% of whatever that distributor paid, we pay directly to the government. Um, and that goes into this pool that then, it's a federal pool, mm -hmm. um, and then the states, if, if, as I understand it, it's basically a 50% match. You, the state has to apply uh, to come up with 50% of the money. So if we're gonna go do a project, uh, whatever it is, it's there, it's sitting, but their action has to be taken by the state and some of the funding has to come through stuff like this uh, super tag raffle to help get those federal dollars. There's a formula, as yep. I understand it, that allocates some state by state based on population and, and size other things. Of, size of the state. Size, size of, of the state, state and population. Uh, but the point is, um, is ammo, firearms, archery, when that stuff is purchased, a, a big part of the reason why public lands stay public, the access points stay where they're at, trails are maintained is because of the sale of firearms and it's a tax that most people forget about because the manufacturers pay it to the government instead of the consumer paying it at the counter so it's kind of buried a couple layers before the consumer ever sees it and the crazy thing is non out non hunting outdoors people get to reap the benefit of that 11 percent fet mm -hmm. like in an incredible way because tents um backpacks you know, backpacks bicycles like all the things that end up they end up using to access public lands and the public lands themselves, the maintenance of trails, stuff like that, they're not paying for that. Yeah. That's well, it, it's, it, 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 it's, 
you know, every state varies. It does. Every state has a different funding model. But here in Wyoming, you know, we are funded by, by sportsmen's <laughs> through, through the license sales, through things like the super tags and, and through those taxes. And so um, that ma makes the wheels go around in Wyoming for wildlife conservation. No doubt. Glenn, you got anything else you want to talk about on the super tag? I, I don't. You know, I, I just think it's a it's a great opportunity. Um, I, I I am typically the one that calls winners, so I hope I'm giving you guys a call. Um, I really appreciate what Weatherby has done. Um, they've been involved with the super tag from the beginning, and you know, if you are going to buy a super tag ticket, consider buying one in May, because uh, somebody's going to win that rifle. And, and Somebody will win yes. a backcountry TI and the caliber yeah. of their choice. And, and, and I held that rifle, and, and I can't imagine too many people being disappointed with that, that opportunity. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Glenn, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Love what you're doing. I love the whole idea around the super tag and the super tag trifecta. It's super awesome. Thanks again. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed being here, and I, I hope more people have the opportunity to see by, stop by and see your show and meet Weatherby.